What up, mofos? This week's episode of Adulting is brought to you by our friends at Aspiration, a new digital banking alternative doing good for you, your money, and the planet. And Child Life Essentials, a children's supplement brand that we use for Geo and Ivory. They've been in the game for 20 plus years. They make some amazing products. Um, have a listen to what they're about later in the show. And if you like what you hear, take them up on their offers. But as always, until then, enjoy the show. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew, the father. And we're both adults. And if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this is the show for you. Happy Tuesday, mother fathers. Mm, hopefully it's a good one. <laughs> hopefully it's a good one. Hopefully your week is off to a great start. Um, we're going to hit you guys with some win and fails from our past week. Um, I'll go first. So my win is um, my sweet little Ivory, who is two months and two weeks old. Um, I am just feeling a lot more comfortable in like the rhythm that we have. So the schedule that I've kind of talked about um, is really imprinted in my brain. I'm not really thinking about it as much, which is really nice. Um, so I just kind of know her signs. I know when she's supposed to go down and when she feeds. And what I love most, and this is why it's my biggest win, is that what I didn't do with Geo that I'm doing with her is I'm adding a little bit more flexibility into it. Huh. Right. So with Geo, which I do recommend, like with Geo, I was really strict about the dark rooms and like, you know, having a very regimented routine. And with Ivory, I think because she is a second child, there's just more flexibility because Geo, like he rules the roost, like he rules the roost. He rules the roost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so there's just a lot of noise. And sometimes Ivory just kind of has to nap where we are. And it isn't like the most perfect situation, but she rolls with the punches. And like, I really believe that that might add to her character growing up just a little more. I think that's the better going. It is better, but I won't discourage someone from being a little bit more routine because that structure is really important for babies. And I think certain personalities like Geo really requires consistency. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he he does now. He's wild. If he doesn't nap, it's... You, you don't know what you're he's getting. He's a little young king, you know, oh, and his, his emotions are all up and down. He owns the joint. Yeah, he owns the joint, and it really makes it But tricky, I also think but... that that's it, the way this has worked is probably pretty natural for people with more than one kid. First kid, your very first experience, like, like you care about everything. Oh, yeah. You know? 
It's almost like walking around the world with a magnifying glass. For sure. Every little thing matters. Every detail is important. If someone tries to deter you or talk you out of it, you're like, get out of my way. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. But then with the second, I mean, again, it's probably pretty natural. Like you just, you feel like a bit more ease in knowing that you've had, you have experience, you know? Yeah. Not everything is as big as what you once thought it was. That and I know how quickly time flies and how quickly things change. So it's easier for me to not get so hyper-focused because everything's evolving so quick. I mean, she is a different child now, you know, two months old, but like I get her, I'm getting her more and more and I feel really like connected with her. And I do want to update people who've been on this breastfeeding saga with me. Um, the vasospasms like kind of come and go and they're more gone than they are here. And I actually spoke with Ilaria Baldwin over DMs and we were just talking about breastfeeding and I asked her cause she's breastfed so many kids and right now she's breastfeeding two babies. So I said, did you ever experience anything like this? And she kind of said like she did and she didn't, but what she said that really like struck me was that around three months, you know, the kids that did have struggles breastfeeding ended up correcting themselves. So I've just been hanging on for dear life thinking at three months I'll make Mm -hmm. a a different decision if I'm going to continue or not. Um, most likely continue even if it sucked, but, um, yeah, I think it's getting easier. So there's well, your. This update. is good for all of us. It's good for everyone. Okay, um, my fail, you guys, is that I, I'm so out of shape. I got the energy, and I have the. I think I have the focus and the drive. But I went for a run on the treadmill the other day, and it was so humbling. First of all, my bot. Like I just don't. I'm not in love with my body right now. And so it makes it harder for me to get excited to put on workout clothes and like feel good in my skin. And that's just me being really honest. Um, and so when I get into the gym and like, I'm not able to do what I used to be able to do as easily, it's just, it's a, it's not, it's, I just know for a fact, it's not going to be easy this time. It was easier. I think the first time with geo, um, I worked out every day, pretty much of my pregnancy. And with ivory, I didn't work out once we were in the pandemic. Like it just wasn't important to me. So now I have a little bit of like a hill to climb, um, literally and physically, <laughs> wait, physically and not physically, <laughs> mentally and sense. physically. Somehow that makes sense. <laughs> oh I think that's, gosh. that's normal though. It's good to look at a fitness journey as a marathon and not a sprint. And I think having some acceptance around, the fact that nothing's going to happen overnight, like really makes it easier. Yeah. You know, like, like if it was me, what I would do is like, I wouldn't be checking the scale every day. Like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be like looking myself up and down in the mirror every day. Like I would just, I would just get to my work and like put that stuff to the side. And then maybe you're checking in routinely, say like Weekly. once a week, yeah. once a month or whatever. And like, you will be amazed at what you see. And feel like even just a few weeks in. I'm glad you said that because, um, you know, prior to the last few weeks, I was not someone who ever weighed myself. We didn't have one that worked, but I ended up buying a scale. And the second I hooked it up, like, you know, I started to weigh myself. The scale's the devil. And I, and I didn't like the way I felt because 
it really was so confusing to me. There would be days where I ate probably healthier or lighter. Or I was more active or whatever. And I'd wake up the next morning and I was heavier. Then I would try to make, you know, or I would not try and I would eat whatever I want, had the grandest time. And next morning I was a few pounds lighter. Yep. So what I've done is I'm not weighing myself now and Good. I'm not going to weigh myself until, I don't know, I'll probably set some sort of marker and I'm like, cause you're right. Like people I, put so much weight mm-hmm. on their weight. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, it's irrelevant. It's yeah. about how you feel when you look at yourself. That and like, you're right. Yes. And also how I feel in my clothes, how I feel yeah. in my everyday life. Am I able to do the things that I need to do? Do I have the energy? Do I have the stamina? Am I strong enough to take care of two babies? Like that's what matters most to me. So I'm going to stop weighing myself. Good. I'm going to focus on actually working out because it feels so good. I was Dude, exhausted the two days. Instant in. yeah. mental gratification. No, it is everything I've known it to be. It is so important and it's hard it's it's really hard like i'll give you credit um and just like sort of reassure you on your journey like those when you haven't done it for a while the hardest thing to do is just start again and yeah. it's like you said it's super humbling because in your brain you think you can do stuff but mm-hmm. your body's not doing what it thinks you can right. do right i do have some muscle memory though um i haven't ran in so long and i was sprinting not at a great speed but i was at seven um, oh, which shit. to me, like, Seven? okay. When I used to sprint at berries, listen to this, oh my I'm going to, I'm going to say it. I used to sprint at 12. Oh my gosh. And I would go for like 60 seconds. I was insane. Wow. Shut up. I'm just using a little bit of that clout right now because I can't even hang at seven for a minute right now. I, it was my first sprint, but I swear, I'm going to report back to you guys if I make improvement, okay? It'll <laughs> be fine. You'll get there. You'll what get there. we need is a community. I've been saying this. No, we're doing it. We're we doing it. We need some sort of system in place where people like us, you know, of all different walks of life, with all different fitness journeys, with all different stamina, whatever, can come together, hold each other accountable. What I would love for it to be is a bunch of mother fathers because our lives are hectic. Our energy is low. It's harder to find the window of opportunity to work out and make time for ourselves. We need to be able to support one another, you know, and also support one another when it's not, you know, easier. It's not happening because this is happening. I've, ar- I've already said it. I understand. Like, I'm just making sure it. I hold you accountable because guess what? We still don't have a wrap to this show, including your daughter. I said, I, t- I told people I gave a date, May 15th. May 15th. It'll, it'll be done. Oh, okay. That <laughs> makes me feel Wait, better. What's today? That's it's the right now. It's the second. And I'll tell you why we're recording at night right now. You guys after the break, but, um, do you have a win and a fail? I do. I do have both. Go ahead. Um, and they both relate to this, the self-work that I'm doing right now. So I don't know if you've been listening to the last couple of episodes, I think I've mentioned that. Um, I've been chatting with a caller therapist, whatever. Um, why, why do you say whatever? Because you've said that even, a few times. She, I don't even think she calls herself that. Oh. Um, and people call them different things, but ultimately okay. like that's the one word that everybody's familiar with. Sure. So okay. – um, so yeah, so my win, or let's start with the fail. My fail is honestly how I feel right now. Like it feels a bit like I have the Sunday scaries. Okay. But it's more of a feeling of just being a little lost and um, not confident. And it seems to be like, and I think that's rooted in 
just not knowing what the fuck is coming tomorrow, mm-hmm. especially from um from um like a business professional success standpoint. And I place a lot of value on that myself. And and since I left my career, like nothing has been solid for me since, you know, I've had plenty of highs and plenty of lows. And and the hardest part about this is just, it's the hardest part and the most exciting. It's sort of odd, right? It's just not knowing what's around the next corner. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just how I'm feeling right now. Sometimes when it feels like there's not a ton of things going for you, um, you know, you're trying to make things go, but like, I, I guess I'm just lacking some, some confidence right now. I start doubting myself a bit. Um, and you can, you can sort of spiral down pretty quickly. So through this self work, I'm like, I'm learning to not let myself get there. But if I'm being honest, like that's, that's the fail right now. It's just, mm-hmm. I feel like, just one of those Sundays where you're like, shit, Monday, you know, and I want to be excited about it. And mm. for some reason, I just, I just don't feel that right now. So I know that was a bit all over the board, but no, no, that's no. how I'm feeling. Just trying to talk it out. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Even though Earth Day or Earth Month is over, we should all be celebrating Earth and taking care of it and doing what we can to take care of it forever and ever and ever because guess what? It lives after we're gone. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's I, the hope. I want to add this. Often it can feel overwhelming to feel like you have to take every single box, but like I, th- I think doing a better job for the Earth like doesn't have to be a complete thing. You know what I mean? Correct. Like if you made small impacts, like if everyone just took accountability and, and the responsibility to make at least one small impact, this place could be pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I love that we partnered with aspiration on our show because they're doing just that. And it's really as simple for us the consumer using their card mm-hmm. can make an impact. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, we've talked about aspiration the last few weeks on the podcast. They're a new digital banking alternative. So think of who you bank with today. They're very similar. Um, but they do a few things that are so different and so cool. One is many big banks use your money, um, to, power fossil fuel projects. Um, Aspiration will never do that. They also give you an option where you can elect to use the spare change from every purchase to plant a tree. So for example, we've used this example the last few weeks, like you go out and buy a coffee, it's $4 and 80 cents, expensive coffee. (laughs) They'll take the 20 cents round up to five bucks. And that 20 cents has just planted a tree in your name essentially. So cool. Right. Really, really cool. Um, two other things they'll do for you guys. You can access up to 20 times the interest of the traditional bank that you're likely with today, which is just crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you can also get, and this is the best part up to 10% cash back at environmentally friendly partners. Um, Tom's Warby Parker reformation. Yeah. A bunch of them, right? Yeah. 10% back is insane. I know. I, I just love what they're doing. And I think you said it so perfectly. Like it can feel overwhelming, even for us that are pretty conscious consumers. Like yeah. I still find myself going down the rabbit hole of like, am I doing enough? How do I do more? And this is one that I just don't even have to think about. Yep. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, all right guys. So make this simple for yourself. Don't switch banks. Just open an aspiration account. It's super easy. Just put a little bit of money in there. Use it to make your everyday small purchases where you can get 10% back again, which is insane. Um, and they're going to give you guys up to $200 
when you open an account right now. So just go to aspiration.com slash adulting um, to open your account and get all your details. And get 200 bucks. And now back to adulting like a mother father. Um, but we'll, we'll move on. My, my, so my win is again in the same self work realm. One of the things that's really helped me back in life that I'm, that I'm acknowledging now at 33 is, is just how much I care about what other people think about me. Like it's, it's molded me into a person that isn't really me at times. It's caused me to do things that aren't really me or like what I, what I probably wouldn't choose to do on my own, you know? And the win is that just over this last week, cause that was a focus in my conversation last week with mm-hmm. Michelle, my therapist too. If anybody wants someone to speak with, I have such an amazing person that I can connect you with. Um, but I'll continue with the win. The win is that in this last week, there have been a couple instances and like nothing is crystal clear as to what they were, but just a couple instances where I just felt like maybe I got a response from somebody that I didn't want or um, like I was creating a story in my head that was like, oh, you know, they probably think this or that or whatever. And I just like stopped myself and, um, one of the things that we spoke about, I'll try to wrap this up here for you. No, I think it's interesting. One of the things that we spoke about was oftentimes, oftentimes the way you think people think about you is a reflection of how you feel about you and, or if people treat you, um, or say stuff about you or whatever, it's oftentimes mostly just a reflection of them. You know what I mean? Sure. So I'm just reminding myself that it's not as personal. If I'm not if if I'm not getting what I want from somebody else, right? It's likely more on them than it is on me. Not in all circumstances, but in most, right? And when it's on me, that just means like you got you got to look in the mirror and deal with whatever's going on. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like... No, it does make sense. You know, I can't help but like reflect on our relationship when you say things like that because Mm -hmm. we have the most interaction, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're using examples like, you know, people maybe not treating you the way that you want to be treated or you taking something personal or whatever, I do understand what you're saying, because I think we all are guilty of that, right? Like we're all very self-centric in those moments and we find that it's easier to believe that someone may think something about you than to think that people are just going about their business and maybe not handling things the right way or or could just be doing something super, you know, mindlessly, right? Um, I think that's a good reminder for all of us. And and it's it's nice to hear you say that because I think now that I understand the context of some of your session, um, it makes me think differently about the way that you've been acting since it. Hmm. Because you have been a little more lighthearted. You've been a little bit more of a jokester. Oh, I'm lighthearted. No, but not usually. <laughs> okay. Let's be real. I'm serious. I swear. I feel like recently 
you phrased things differently in a way that isn't so pointed and, and, and maybe harsh or sharp. You're, you're a little more thoughtful about the like things. not sound like me at all. <laughs> yeah, you wish. No, I swear. No, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Like, when I was younger, I feel like that's who I was. Like, I was, I used lighthearted. I was lighthearted. Um, I felt like I was funny as a kid. Like, I just didn't feel like the shit of the world was on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. You know? And as I got a little older and, and felt pressure to be somebody and, like, reach certain levels and whatnot and, like just never accepting of really the moment that I was in. So it's like, it doesn't matter what I did or what I had. It's like, I was always looking for more. So never truly comfortable with where you were at, Mm. you know? And, um, I'm just trying to undo some of that stuff. Like I'm trying to take some of that pressure off, pressure off, Mm -hmm. pressure off. There you go. And ultimately like just give less fucks about what, what people think. Mm Mm-hmm. And and just less fucks about things because I think it just makes life better. I love that theory. I think I I resonate with that theory and I think it's awesome that you are owning Thanks. it. Um amazing. I is that are you good? Yeah, that's good. I just feel like I probably made no sense for the last five minutes. Like I you felt know what's like, funny? You're giving, you're doing exactly what you shouldn't be doing. No, right I know, now. I know, I know. You're prefacing. You're you're worried about what people think. Well, one of the things I'm I working on is I know I was following everything you said, thank you. and I'm not the, <laughs> I'm not the <laughs> sharpest tool in the shed, and I was engaged. <laughs> My ears were actively listening. Okay, I appreciate it. No, I promise. I think it's interesting, and I love to hear you um, self talk a lot. Mm-hmm. because you're very mindful when you speak and I can follow what you're saying and I want to praise you for doing this kind of work. I also want to say that you are an amazing person and you don't always have to correct yourself or go so deep into the why because I think naturally and organically, you have a kind heart. You're probably very funny. <laughs> no, I'm so funny. <laughs> um, but you you People have a lot know. going for you. I think you, what gets in your way is the overthinking and if we can just give less fucks i promise you babe we got a future i'm firing my therapist okay what you're it that's right give me a five <laughs> no Wait, okay um also should we just get married then <laughs> um oh, yeah no, no we can talk about it we can talk about it. i think it's, it's an evolving topic no because i swear i, I i've been more into you in this last week with this like new you know well, i'm glad it's just your choice <laughs> <laughs> listen i got i gotta make i gotta say yes right well, Dude, I I okay i don't want to yes. i don't want to go too deep here i, I want to say we've, we've talked about this because we've we dove into this topic a couple times now something i haven't really talked about with michelle yet is i've realized that i'm scared of commitment at many levels. It's not just commitment with you. It's committing to a lot of things. Mm. And I don't know why. I don't know why. But like one of the things I'm realizing is you can waste a lot of time in the in-between, right? Even if you make the wrong decision, so much time in the in-between and analyzing and like one day feeling yes, one day feeling no. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where... Not always, but you can miss out Mm. on just 
experiences, whether they're good or bad. Fireworks just went off in the background in my head. Mm. <laughs> like that moment where in Clueless, Cher's walking by the waterfall Don't at night. It. Oh my gosh. And it's just like she has this revelation and the waterfall goes off in the background. Mm. That's what just happened in my head. Okay. I just love that you're saying all this. I love it because I think, listen, I think who you are at your core is who you are. And I think that you make very strategic decisions. You're an analytical human being, but any sort of, I hate to say improvement, but any sort of mindfulness around stressing less and thinking, you know, overthinking less is only going to benefit you. Because you're never going to make frivolous decisions. I don't think that's who you are. But if you did, no, but I, so be but it. Because guess what, babe? You literally only live once, yeah, apparently, I know, right? I know. I know. So I, if you honestly, make a I try bad to decision, remind myself of that. I think it's the you're best the youngest the you're ever going to be. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> I promise. And the best reminder is that is, it's a cliche. Life is short. Life is know? short. Like some days... I'll beat myself up a little bit. Like some days I'm so on this, like life is so short, like just do epic shit. Right. Mm -hmm. When is that? Like right after a shot of espresso or something Dude, or a workout the, or a like workout. -workout. I, so I feel like I can do on, anything. So this is what we need to focus on. Take the, the muse away or the vice or whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. And let's work on finding that, like being able to, to harness that feeling. I don't think you can live in that all the time. I'm learning a lot, all right? And I'm also learning like, so I started this book. I'm not done with it yet. It's called The Subtle Art. I'm not giving a fuck. I wanted to read it or listen to it for like years now. And I'm, I finally started it and I like it a lot. So if you haven't read that book, give it a shot. And he talks about wanting anything other than like the way you feel or what you're in right now is essentially a sign of unhappiness, right? And like, it's such a simple theory, but I was like, you know what? You're fucking right. Like you're <laughs> right, dude. You know? So I'd like, I, it's not like I didn't know this, but you know, there's ebbs and flows in life and I'm learning to just accept <gasps> all of it, you know? So like you can't, you're not going to stay in the state of like feeling so freaking motivated. Like you can take on the world. Like you're not going to feel like that 24 seven. It's impossible. Of course. Right. But when you're not feeling like that and you're feeling low, whatever, like just accept it. Like you don't have to bathe in it. But just accept it. Like, you know, like the next cycle's coming around, ride that wave. Mm. If we weren't recording right now. Look out, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Do we have something else to talk about? Yeah, oh, yeah, no, but we're going to save it for after the break. Right. We'll be right back. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. All right, mother fathers, especially those of you with actual children, if you haven't tried Child Life Essentials yet, you need to get on it. Uh, they've been a trusted children's supplement brand for over 20 years, and our pediatrician developed and approved. Uh, and this is actually the brand that we use for Geo and Ivory. Yeah, we have some of their products. Um, and what I love about their supplements is they're gluten-free, they're non-GMO, they contain no fillers, no artificial colors, no flavors, no sweeteners. Um, they're just good quality vitamins and supplements for your kids. Um, they have this bundle. It's called the Organic baby bundle and it has really like 
I don't know. I, I kind of say they're like the essential key things that any parent should just have, especially one with a newborn. Um, it has gripe water, which is um, to soothe and calm your infant while they're experiencing any bloating or stomach discomfort. Um, the vitamin D supports your baby's immune and heart health. And then vitamin K2 is um, helps support your baby's bone health. So you guys can actually find that on Amazon. You have the code, yes? Yeah, the code is IHEARTCL. It's just I-H-E-A-R-T-C-L. Gets you guys 20% off. All you got to do is go to Amazon.com, find Child Life's page there, pick up the bundle and anything else you need. You're going to get 20% off with code IHEARTCL. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. So... Geo shit in the car over the weekend. What? He did. <laughs> Dude, he dumped everywhere <laughs> okay i was gonna not start with that because well. <laughs> we had something else that was a little okay whatever yeah you guys geo okay let's just air this out no pun intended i am on the train of geo's interested in potty training let's ride that wave i think it's insane andrew is not I have no patience a for willing it. partner no so let me ask you he says he has to go pee 147 times a day. Because he hasn't established the control yet, right? He doesn't understand mm-hmm. that he can... It, if When I said in the car, hold it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or when I said earlier, hold <laughs> it, there was a couple times where he held it until I got to the bathroom and then he peed a fair amount. Not on Saturday. Okay. Geo had an accident no, in the car. It everywhere. <laughs> we were on our way to my aunt's house. <laughs> Cliche. Um... And he had to poop while we were stuck in traffic on the freeway. And I know that I'm probably supposed to travel with a potty, which we now have a small so portable is one. Is that real? You're telling me that people put the little potties in their car. Correct. I never heard that. You're not in with the crowd. You don't know what's no, happening. I understand that. I understand that. But I just feel like at some point in my life, I would have seen or heard that people put potties in their car. Most people don't preach that they have their kids potty in their car. Like surely there's a meme somewhere where like somebody's van, like the back van doors, like wide open, and the kids taking a dump on a little mini. I'm potty. sure there is, and if there isn't, and you think it's that great of one, then do one yourself. We had a potty in our car today. Okay. Just pipe down over there, okay? We have to work this out. Okay. Okay. I am on the potty training train because I think once you start something, it's no different than you know, a sleep routine or trying to get your kid to sleep at night or a feeding routine, you have to be consistent, right? Mm -hmm. And this whole back and forth thing where like, oh, put a diaper on him, put a diaper on him, isn't, it's going to confuse him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I agree a hundred percent. So, so explain to me your theory because eventually, because he can still wear a diaper and tell you that he has to go potty, and then you take him to the potty. But what would the prep? What would be the point of having the diaper on? In case he goes potty without getting to the potty. But what will he learn from that? That he can pee in his diaper. That sometimes in life, there's a safety net. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the lesson is. I don't what? know. I don't know what he would learn. But like, I'm not trying to clean up. I'm not trying to clean up pee every 30 minutes. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I'm sure that's just what it is, right? Yes, it okay. is what it is. And hopefully you only do it for a few days, much like any other thing you're trying to, you know, okay, teach I your child. Look- the, the, the rule that I had heard, I don't know if it applies to this, but I kind of apply it in a lot of 
different situations with parenting is it takes, wait, oh no, what is it? It takes three days to make a habit. Wow. The way you just looked out into (laughs) nothing right there and I could see just mathematical equations happening in your head, but none of them were complete. Like none of them were actually done. (laughs) Wait, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard this three days to make a habit and seven days to break it. Oh, I don't know about that. I always heard 21 days. No, that's adults. That's oh, like, for kids. Yes, for, for ki- babies. Oh, I kids. forgot we were talking about kids. Yeah. Oh my god. Three days to make a habit. Yeah. So I could like see that. with sleep training or whatever, they say you know give it a good three days and you should see you know either improvement or a kid sleeping through the night, whatever. Or with whatever else, I've just heard that. Do you say three and seven or three and one? I missed that part. No. <laughs> Honestly, it feels like one because I'm if saying, you, I'm if, saying, no, let's yeah, talk about one that. Day to break it it really feels like me. one day off for at least Geo, like one day off his routine or one day without a nap, and we've got a bad day on our hands. Yeah. I don't know, but I heard three days to make a habit, seven days to break it, whatever. The point is, is that if you don't stick to something and you mm-hmm. waver and you don't give it like a full go for three days, I just don't see it happening. And we're going to be in this whole like limbo potty training thing for the next few months if you don't fully get on board with me. I'm not, I'm not like a, I'm not like a potty training hater. I, uh, I think I'd like just point blank. I'm just getting annoyed. Because he says he has to go potty so many times a day. And then he walks over there and you get to the door where he would go and then he runs away. For you? No, he does it for you too. Not today, recently. Tonight, when I gave him a bath in there, uh-huh. he came out of the bath and he didn't want me to wrap him up in a towel to like commence the night's routine. Uh-huh. And so he said, pee-pee and Georgie. Right? <laughs> he says so he, pee-pee in the toilet, Okay. He did that seven times. Uh-huh. And did he pee pee in the toilet? Every time was like a tiny little drizzle. Exactly. He was he messing still with is me doing though. It. Oh my gosh. You think he's trying to manipulate you. He's not. No. He feels the You're sensations. the naive one. He knows what he's doing. Okay. I feel like we have to take a break off this topic because I'm going to get so annoyed. Why? <laughs> because the deal. I Here's feel like I'm going to be the only person. I love person. my child. I know you he's do. My, he's my favorite guy in the world. I know you do. Okay. You just don't like the work behind like, and it is work and I totally don't love it. Let me tell you, that's why I want to either commit or don't. Yeah. And if we don't, that's unfair. It's not like, it's not like I won't do the work. It's just, I don't like it. Okay. Um, you guys, Andrew and I went on a really romantic date. Dude, such a hot (laughs) date. We like got ready. Um, this was the first time that we have left both children and we had not left Gio more than once maybe in his entire life. Really? Yeah. The only time we left him was when we had Aunt Jackie, crazy Aunt Jackie of all people. (sighs) The muscle whisperer. The muscle whisperer come and hang out while he was asleep so we can go get frozen yogurt. And both of us got frozen yogurt and came right back. And that was it. So this was the first time we have left both children and Gio and went to like dinner. We would have left Gio more if if it wasn't like the whole COVID. No, thing. of course. But the, the situation is that, yeah, we've never like sat at a table together since sure. having kids, like yep. being a mother father. And we went and we treated ourselves. And how did you feel? It was such a nice time. Don't you love me? It was such a cute night. So, okay. So we went to this place called, uh, it's called Nick's on Beverly, right? Yeah. Nick's on Beverly, it's this like super 
vibey, vibey pretty. beautiful indoor outdoor restaurant in LA. Pricey. Yeah, it Worth, is pricey. It's beautiful. I mean, listen, it's a special occasion type of sitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plant based. If you're ever in LA, you have to try Nick's on Beverly. You're going to love it. Um, but they took such good care of us. That cocktail. The cocktail. They made a it special hit. cocktail for us, which was crazy. The food it was hit. amazing. Yeah. Um, and like we were in a good space. We were in a great space. So that's probably the best part, right? Like we actually enjoyed the time together. And I think part of that was we both felt really comfortable leaving the kids with Mimi, mm-hmm. which we call Mimi, or Gio calls Mimi. So if you ever hear Mimi or Mimi, it's the same person. We put the kids to bed. She was here. I know that she knows our routine. So like as much as I'm comfortable with my family, Mimi has been with us now day in and day out, well, four days a week. Um, and I just feel like she understands the rhythm. She gets our kids and she loves them like they're her own. And I just feel so, so, so lucky to have a human being like that. Yeah, um, I want to pivot because I got a, a text from Naomi literally moments before we started recording this. She got her second vaccine and um, she's had some complications. So she told us she wasn't going to be here on Monday. Um She's in the hospital right now. Uh, she basically said that she had low blood sugar. She had like really low blood sugar. Or no, I'm sorry, low blood pressure. That's more serious. Yeah. <laughs> she had low blood pressure and she ended up falling. And um, and she had all the other side effects that a lot of people have mentioned. Uh, she said severe headache, um, body aches, stomach ache. Um, yeah, just wasn't feeling great. And I just feel bad, you know. I, I, she's so sweet and she's so important to us. So, um, you know, in most cases, people seem to bounce yeah, back. Weird. But yeah. you, there's yeah. those rare ones where you hear that, like, there's been complications or, you know, some weird side effects. And I just... If you guys can just keep her in your thoughts, that would be amazing. Go Mimi. We love you. We love you, Mimi, so much. Um, So we're recording at night and um, we watched this documentary. Okay. It was about recycling and Dude, I am so impulsive. So the documentary is called Broken. Okay. Go ahead. Because you got to let them know because they, they want to go watch it too, I'm sure. Go ahead. It's called Broken. There's an episode on recycling in that docu-series. And like it was so eye-opening. Eye-opening. Awful. Like the, that, the like, stat that stuck with me was of all the plastic ever created, something like 9% has been recycled. That Only actually 9%. gets recycled. Yeah. And what I liked about what they talked about, um, which I'm sure we're all guilty of, we all are, when wishful cycling Don't or whatever they me. call it. No, because, and I get where your heart is. You'll say like, oh, this needs to go in the recycling bin. But I know that I have heard from other people, like you can't recycle certain pieces of oh, like cousin, single Nicole? use. Yeah. Single use packaging because it clogs up the machine and they end up not recycling it anyways. And so they get upset. And that's exactly what the documentary stated is that, you know, so much of what we wish could be recycled isn't recycled at all and it actually slows down their process and yeah but it's not people doing it intentionally no of course it's it's out of the good it's just we don't know and we don't know the thing is is like the the labeling on packages the instructions that you get from your your waste management companies and wherever you live like there is there are no clear instructions and that's that's, different that's their bad right yep unfortunately we live in a very fast-paced world where like things need to be made easy especially these things that are like what we should be doing to do our part to help the planet, right? Mm-hmm. You might as well make it as easy as possible for people. 
Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And it's so upsetting that it isn't um, that clear because we have a huge problem on our hands. This this documentary was so eye-opening. There are islands full of just waste, just trash that will like never, um, what's it called? It'll never, not disintegrate, but... What, break down? Yeah, break down, basically. No, it does. It breaks down into like microparticles and that's like... What ends up Where in a big problem is is it ends up in the water. Yep, and f- fish, fish eat, eat it. it. Yes, people eat fish. Mm-hmm. And people are getting the the issues from the plastic, and like, then people are burning it to get rid of the trash, and that goes into the air, and it ruins the the quality of the air for these people. And long story short, um, we all have to do better. And I don't know why I went on that tangent, but basically, what I was trying to do because I was saying I'm impulsive, I'm like, okay. I'm I'm not buying from the grocery stores. What do we do? And then I realized we got low on food and I didn't know where to turn to. There are some like zero waste stores, but there again, there's few and far between and I don't have that kind of time. And anyway, so we went to the farmer's market, you guys, and turns out the farmer's market is not the most plastic free friendly place so ever. What you, what, like what are you saving just the plastic bags that you could potentially get at a grocery store i mean i'm sure the fact that you're getting it directly from the farm makes it a little bit more sustainable because there's not as much packaging going to and from or maybe the carbon in a truck i don't know but like they offer everything in a plastic bag which of course you could bring your own bags but if you get berries and stuff everything's in those plastic containers and again you can dump them but like it's not as it's not as eco-friendly as I would imagine it to be, right? Like it has the opportunity to be so much more eco-friendly and it wasn't not to mention the prices at the farmer's market. And these are not even like organic produce. Like it, it makes it so hard for the everyday consumer, the everyday, you know, parent with a family to like choose the farmer's market over just choosing Trader Joe's across the street. I couldn't even find half the things that I, I needed. I ended up going to Trader Joe's across the street, which you guys, I haven't been to in a year and a half. Okay. Because at one point of COVID, the lines were so crazy. So anyways, I go in, I'm it sure was like, some people are like I was a kid, Trader Joe's. A kid in a candy store. Okay. I yeah. got two bags of food for $60. I've been Instacarting everything to the house or using Amazon Prime or whatever. That stuff is not cheap. And there is so much waste that goes into it. What I've realized though, and if you're interested in this, if you Instacart and you are open to Instacarting Costco, they don't use plastic bags. They use recycled whatever boxes and things that they have stuff comes in and then you're buying obviously bigger portions of stuff so you're using less waste because um well you would hope right because you're whatever long story short i don't know what the resolution is 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 a lot bigger than this though like like literally plastic is in every part of your life right now but this but that's right and like my whole thing is is like i'm not someone who we don't eat out very often we're not doing takeout and things like that so for us to order or to get groceries to the house like everything's individually wrapped you know like we have to go and do like a bulk goods run or something. And that's again, like not convenient. I don't know where to start for that. Like, Oh, I'm overwhelmed by this. Yeah, and then again, I started it's, looking it's into composting and then <laughs> take a breath, girl. I can't. This is it's not just was. food. Like the problem is so much bigger and it's overwhelming when you think about what, what like you have just in your own life. Yep. You know what I mean? And then you think about the world's population Oh my gosh. It's insane. And the demand is there. Like, unfortunately, like we all are guilty of this. Like we like everything to be easy and convenient. Mm -hmm. And plastic is 
perfect for that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, there's obviously a plastic industry and the plastic industry has money and apparently they're funded by these larger industries like petroleum and other, I don't know, really big conglomerate companies. <laughs> Is that what it's called? <laughs> don't you hate when I just start going on? <laughs> yeah. I, can, yep. I feel it. I'm like, I'm running out of gas. Where yep. am I going with this? And I look at your face and just I'm just watch like, save the documentary. me. <laughs> save me. It's called broken. No, but I, I just want to, I just want to say that one point, like, we would love for plastic to go away. I don't think any of us are raising our hands saying like individually wrap our cucumbers. Like nobody cares. Right. Mm. But there's clearly an industry that thrives off of the use of plastic. I'm sure. Just yeah, but watch just the a, documentary. I mean, it's just a demand thing. Like as demand changes, what yeah. they supply will change, you know, but it's on us to demand different things. And I think that's why documentaries like this are so good and powerful because it gets people thinking, because mm-hmm. most of the time we're just, you know, not that it's right, but everybody's just so busy doing their life that they don't think about things like this. I know. And it's nice for like a powerful documentary to get you to stop and think. And like even just making, again, back to earlier in the conversation, small changes mm-hmm. make an impact. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so that's that. <laughs> what was the other? What, we that's watched it, another man. documentary, though. Oh, no. The avocado one. Another one. I just can't. Oh, yeah, we already talked about that one. Listen, avocado, man, it's Dude, really the, a the shame that there's... At the market day with, at the farmer's market with $3 a piece. But you know what? They were California grown. Okay. They were organic. And they $3. were actually perfectly ripe. So, I mean, listen, I had to celebrate. I used to think that they were a lot. I remember buying them. I don't really buy many groceries these days. You don't buy a single grocery. Like I said, I don't buy many groceries these days. <laughs> but I remember buying them when I did buy groceries. And they were like a buck a piece, a buck fifty a piece. And I used to think that was like super expensive. Oh, yeah. Well, you could still find them for that like price. How, how much? Those are like those small ones that, you know. They probably weren't organic. Like, oh, no, 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 you know thinking like maybe college days you bought avocado in college once in a while whoa who was she it was kenny really yeah it was kenny kenny was an avocado guy oh see kenny and i are just two peas in a a big old pod kenny's what seven feet tall almost (laughs) six six seven six eight oh Oh, wow yeah he's a big dude he He wears size 18 just think about that are you kidding me yeah that is I was going to say five times my size, but I wasn't doing the right math. Four times. What the? Yep. Um, Well, that's wild. Shout out Kenny. Shout out to Kenny. Um, Oh my gosh. We have to talk about who's coming on next week. We have to. Talk about it. Oh, I just got the tingles. It's the person and the whole episode is going to be lit. Oh, okay. Well, we've got some homework. That's for sure. So, okay. Next week, you guys, first of all, we don't have a lot of guests on the show. So when we do... We get excited because we, we really want them. Um, we are partnering with Foria Wellness. It's a plant-based CBD, like, what would you call it? It's like a sexual wellness company. Okay, there it is. Um, so we're having one of their... We're having their chief brand officer who's... She's quote an Quote-unquote like a sex expert, like, but female focused sure and she's coming on to get into the nitty gritty i've been wanting to have an entire episode of adulting like a mother father dedicated to 
intimacy and sexual wellness oh, because makes me so uncomfortable. That, I know it does, but listen, that is a huge piece of adulthood. And I think there's a, I mean, listen, we're, I'd rather have her 30s. come on and two women just chat it out about. Oh, sex, you are not skirting out take of this the back seat. You're not skirting out of this. They sent us some next, products. Next I have Tuesday. done a little research. We will do a little more and we'll report. So if you guys have any questions, actually familiarize yourself with Foria wellness. And then if you have any other questions, oh, no doubt. we were supposed that. to do this. So I'm so glad you said this. What? If you have any questions for Kiana to answer next week about sex and sex and wellness combined and personal female sexuality. Thing. Yes. Um, Please email. What's the email? Adulting like a mother father at gmail. Yes. Dot com. Um, Send them in, you guys. I actually, want no, your questions. No, no. So this episode comes out Tuesday. Yeah. 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 Um, we're recording with Kiana on Wednesday. Perfect. You guys have to send them. So you have to send ASAP. them today. Okay. Like literally ASAP. today. And and don't hold back. Like I've been wanting to get into this. Okay. So if Andrew's going to be shy, like make up for it tenfold in your emails. Okay. Yeah, if you don't hold back, then Danielle is going to be the one reading these questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will. I think it'll be hilarious. Oh, my God. Why is it hilarious? This is a very important piece of life. Um, all right. That's it. That's all I have to say. You guys, thanks for listening to this week's show. Be sure to give us a review if you have some time and energy and some love in your heart to give us some There's, stars. Like, give us a five-star review. Don't leave it open-ended. Okay, five stars only. Um, and we'll be back next week with your steamy, steamy questions. See ya. Thanks for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. New episodes drop every Tuesday right here, so make sure you tune in for all the goods. Oh,